Claudia Pinheiro. Claudia Pinheiro. Okay, I'll leave it with you <laughs> with you saying that. That's that's much better. Is an Argentine novelist and screenwriter best known for her crime mystery novels, most of which were bestsellers. She was born in Buenos Aires and has won numerous literary prizes. Four of her novels have been translated into English by Bitter Lemon Press, including Betty Boo, A Crack in the Wall, and All Yours. Welcome to the Bibliophile. Thank you very much. How did you get started as a writer? Oh, it's uh, a long way, because <clears throat> my family, they, there was no writers, no artists, so it was difficult to me to think me as, an, as a writer. Yeah. I, when I was very young, uh, a little, yeah, a little girl, I used to write, I always write, I write since I, I know how to write, but I couldn't uh, think me uh, as a writer, because... It's no example. Yes, I, I think the writer was a very important person, very far from me. So I write, and then when I had to go to the university, I want to study sociologist. Yeah. But uh, there was a year in the middle of the dictadura militar yes. in Argentina. Yeah. And the, the dirty war. Yes, and they closed all the humanistic universities, so I had to choose between other options, and I study economy. So I start to work uh, as an economy, but I always write, write and go to... Uh, in Buenos Aires it's very common that a writer gives uh, classes about how to write, creative writing. I, I went there, and once one day I said, I can't go on work, uh, working on numbers or on <laughs> mathematics sure. and that kind of things. Yeah. And I ask in my shop to take a license because I think I will take a license and I will write a novel. License? What do you license mean? is vacations, holidays, but not, not a little bit more than vacations. It's kind of a leave. Mm -hmm. You didn't get paid then? No. no. <coughs> yeah, that's the point. So yeah. I take it and I write a novel because I was going in a plane to Brazil and I saw in a newspaper Editorial Tusquets uh, Literary Conquest. Advertisement? Advertisement, yeah. In a newspaper that said Editorial Tusquets Literary, literary con Concurso, Conquest. Uh, you send your novel and they choose the win. It's a it's a prize. It's a, oh, it's a prize. A, okay, sure. Conquest. It's a contest. And then I, I when I get the the rules of the prize, I realized that it was an erotic prize. <laughs> okay. So my novel, I was in the in the not pay holidays writing, and I said, well, I have to put some erotic yeah. things inside, <laughs> and I bought all that I find about uh, Henry Miller, a nice name. <laughs> Baudelaire, and I, I began to think, well, how do you write erotic literature? <laughs> sure. So who did you copy the most then? Co sorry? Was it Henry Miller or Ernest Nin, or who was it? Where did, who did you get the best 
advice yes, from. Yes, they, 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 they were very, they, both of them were very, very good writers mm -hmm. in erotic, in erotic uh, literature, I think. Exactly what was it that was so good? Uh, the two were good writers. It doesn't matter that they write erotic things. I, I don't like, uh, uh, I don't like erotic uh, literature. No, just for the sake of being erotic. Yes. No. But, but there wasn't any technique that they used that you copied. You just no, no, it no. was just good writing. Good writing. That's it. Yeah, that, that that's that's the point. Okay. Um, so I sent it to the Task Tusket editor, and I was one of the finalists there. So that's that's that was the first time that I think well. Maybe I can be a, a writer mm -hmm. because gave you confidence. Yes, it gave me confidence for the first time in my <laughs> in my writing life. And how old were you? Uh, Twenty-eight. Okay. Then I uh, I started to to write. Uh, you went back to work. I I went back to work, but then I I was working in a company because I was an accountant and I worked for Arthur Anderson, that was a very important auditing firm. But uh, I get a job in a newspaper, in a magazine, a feminine magazine, mm. and I give up accounting and I started to work as a journalist in a in a magazine, mm. and then I I, I earn less money but I was more happy. <laughs> That's an important trade-off, yeah. <laughs> was that after the Dirty War or because that ended in 83, right? 84? Yes, it was uh, after that. After, okay. Yes. And so from there you just kept writing at, uh, in your private time and continued to write? Yes, and then I, I started to study how to write script, write uh, scripts for the yeah. television. And I work a lot of years uh, writing uh, scripts. And nowadays I write scripts too because Netflix are uh, picking in all the world. I, I'm now working in a, in a new series. Series, series yeah. for, for them that is going to be a film next year in Buenos Aires. Okay, so let's just get back to you won or you were a finalist with the prize. How did you get that book published? I never published it. Ah. <laughs> it is unpublished and, and there is uh, uh, some kind of uh, misunderstanding in Buenos Aires about it and many times other editors, nor my editor, ask me, is this real? Do you have it? Do you want me to, to publish that book? And I, what the matter is not that it is erotic, because nowadays the erotic yeah. in this point is very funny, but uh, it was my first book. I, I'm sure it is not so good, so I have to rewrite it. Mm -hmm. And I said, I, I leave it in a... Drawer. In a drawer, and maybe when I was die, my daughter or my son find it and make it money. <laughs> okay. But he, they had to there the point that is a erotic a book of her of their. Mother. Yeah, don't wouldn't <laughs> probably wouldn't want to read that. Yes. Yeah. So the next novel that you wrote, I'm interested in how you got it published. Everybody thinks that uh, my. First novel is the um, Thirty Widows. Do What's it called? Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday's Widow. Because it was the the more famous. Before that, I published All Yours. 
but yeah. I became uh, very well known with Thus de Guido because I won a very important prize in Argentina called Al Clarín Alfaguara. Clarín is a newspaper, Alfaguara is an editor. So with the Thursday Widows, I was very well known all around the country. And many people goes to read all yours thinking okay. that was my second novel, but it was my first. So my first novel and my second novel, both of them, I think that the point to be published was winning prizes because with the uh, Thursday Widow, I won a very important prize, so yeah. they published me. And with all yours, I didn't won, I didn't win, but I was one of the finalists. So they say, well, do you want to publish it because you was one of the finalists? So, so a publishing house approached you. Yes. Because you had, were a finalist. Yes. What was the name of that publishing house? The the first time. It was published in an Argentine uh, publishing house that is called Coligüe. But nowadays, all yours is published by Alfaguara Random House, as all my books. And that's because the the first company was a small independent company, and they couldn't produce it in big numbers. Is that it? Well, I have such such a, such such kind of problems with them. So I, I decided to choose, but okay. maybe I could stay there, but uh, I prefer to change to the other company. Okay. Well, they probably gave you more money as an advance too, did they? Yes, but th that's not the point. That's not the point, but some kind of misunderstanding. So uh, you, you kept winning prizes, and then when did, did you start right away doing screen plays or you yes. sort of you did them I in parallel no 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 I when I started winning prizes and I was uh, published uh, in publishing houses I started uh, writing script because um, the job of write script you can't write a novel while you are writing a script because it's a, a very hard job you have to write maybe 50 pages in a day for the script why because you must <laughs> they say well tomorrow we have to film this and you have to change this and you have to write and oh. write and write so it's an ongoing yes. back and forth yes so they, they're telling you what they want and uh, you're uh, yes you, it's you not have, like you say no this is the way novel, it, is. it is don't no, touch no, it no no because it's part of a very uh, huge uh, industry so you have to to rewrite a lot of things. And then when, when I began to publish novels, I prefer to write novels, so I, I keep on writing novels. But nowadays, times uh, have changed again, and many of the most interesting stories are, are in the mainstream, in, in, in Netflix, HBO, and all those kind of telling history, stories like uh, Mad Men or Sopranos or, or a lot of, of I'm watching The Sopranos again ah, yes. now. It's wonderful. It was 20 years ago that they first started it, and I'm watching it again now, and it's aged quite well. It has, quite well. It's, it is mesmerizing to watch that for of me. Of course. I think that uh, many of the best literature <laughs> is done in those kind of stories. So uh, there are two points. It's interesting, and in another way, it's a shop that they pay you 
much uh, better. Right? Much better. So you can write a series and say, well, now I've stopped, I'm writing a novel that I know I will not be paid so good, but I like to do that. Yeah. But you need the money to survive. So it's very interesting to go and, and can come back. And what's the difference, the main difference? The, the, the main difference in writing one or the other? Correct. You are the owner of your novel. You, you, you do what you want there. You manage your times, you manage your words, you manage your characters. In the series, you have to, you are a little bit tight because you have to put it in, in a time. You have to make as a suspense that do people want to see the another Each chapter. episode has to... Yes, you have to send it to the company that ask you to write and they say well it is okay it's not and you have to change that you because you are an employee in such a way okay. so it's quite different and uh, another different that for me it's a it's a good point is when you write script you write with another people the script that I, I'm writing it's not my only my own I write it with the director of the series that is called Pinheiro, like me, but he's a, a director. We are not family. And he's a very famous director. And we write together. So, uh, and if we need another person, we can hire, uh, hire. Contract, hire a person to write the dialogues, for example. So it's a, it's, it's a team that writes the script. And it's nice. It's the, like working with an editor, is it? Yes, an editor, people that you say, do you think this will function or not yeah. function? No, yeah. don't say that. And the the job of a writer is very lonely. When yes. you write your novel, you are alone. Okay. And this kind of uh, work is not so lonely, and uh, mm. I like it. <laughs> 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 to share and to to confront you, what you want, what you think with another person. You also have to take in mind what the audience wants to watch. Is, do you find that it's more you're trying to give them what they want? No, I think that you don't. You you, you have to be uh, sincere. Yeah, and not to subestimate, thinking that they they are people less intelligent than yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, don't underestimate Exactly. Them. Yeah. Don't underestimate the audience. You don't have to give them what they want, I think. Okay. But sometimes companies don't buy you <laughs> the story if you don't make a story that could be interesting for the audience. But be interested for the audience doesn't mean... Uh, do what they want. What it, does it mean then? Uh, that it has to, to be to be something a, a story with good characters, very good characters. I think that the point, the, the interested point, it characters are the the persons in the in the series. Yeah, no, yeah. the suspense it's very important. But what do you mean about good characters? Like what? Like not complex. Plus, yes, complex. Uh, yeah. A person that could be a good person, but that all make something that is that, not so good. That's exactly like Tony Soprano. Yes, of course. He's a he's one of the mafia, but you like it. You well, like he's him. got a conscience. Yes, of course. <laughs> a little bit of a conscience. Of, of course. So I think that characters are the more important thing. And then the action. The action is very important. The structure. What do you show this chapter and what do you keep for another chapter for uh, make it suspense? 
And how do you make suspense then? That way, not telling all the things, uh, giving clues, never lying. You don't have to, some, some kind, some series, lie and say, and you think, oh, yes, I, I know what has happened. But they, they change you, you don't know why, and they do another thing. I think it is not fair. You have to make, put clues, yeah. but not, never lie. Well, that brings me to Borges. Mm. He was a fan of Edgar Allan Poe yes. and G.K. Chesterton. Mm-hmm. And so I've got a couple of points, recommendations for writing a good story from both of them. I just want to know what you think about this. You need to know the ending before you begin to write. True or false for you? I think it is true, but you, you think you know it. But sometimes you change it in the writing. Because I think that point, it's more... Um, it's better for short stories. In a short story, mm. like write, Borges write short stories, yeah. it's uh, easier to know the uh, the final. But when you write a novel, it's not so easy. I always began to run when to write when I think I know the final. But sometimes in the writing, I change it. Yeah, Poe suggests that in order to give a plot, it's indispensable air of consequence and inevitability unity of impression is essential yes that's Poe that's Poe yes Borges said something very interesting about Poe that is he believed that Poe didn't invent the uh, noir uh, or the police writing but he invent the reader that reads uh, noir, the reader, how to read in a noir uh, clue. You, and, then, and then Borges say, nowadays we can read everything in a noir or a police uh, clue. For example, he said in the Don Quixote, when it said, in a place called La Mancha, something that I don't remember the name, he said, why he don't remember? He was the assassin or he is the... The, the death and he started to to play with this this theory I don't quite understand can you explain it a bit better yes his Borges said that Paul didn't invent it the detective the detective he invented the reader exactly okay because so he he entrenar, trained you to read in a detective way Anyway, so what's anyway. reading in the detective way? What's that? He said, for example, in Don Quixote de la Mancha, that start en un lugar de la Mancha del que no recuerdo su nombre, in a place called La Mancha yeah. that I don't remember the name. And you said, why he don't remember the name? He's yeah. the assassin. Or yeah, he's the he's, complice. <laughs> right, but he's and it's also the author. Is the author saying this about a person? No, no, it's the reader. It, is the reader saying when he began to read a reader that is training in in, in detective readings? He yeah. said, "Questioning." Yes. Why he does he doesn't remember the name? Who's saying that when you just you quoted? Ah, it's it's a character. It's a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Borges said that Poe stimulated 
this yes. kind of questioning on this the part kind of, of the reading. reader. Yes, that Poe invented that, that kind of reading. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure you understand this, but the author needs to know what impression you want to leave with the reader. It requires a skill of manipulating the reader's emotion. Mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting. That's Poe, Poe too? again, yeah. Yes. It is interesting because many people said that Borges didn't make you feel emotions. What you feel is that you are reading some, something very intelligent. Yeah, very, very cere cerebral. Yes, yeah. but not emotions. That's yeah. why I think it's very interesting that yeah, that Poe say that. Uh, maybe with Poe you feel th some things more emotional. Yeah. I like very much to to know that readers feel emotions. Last uh, week in the Buenos Aires Book Fair, I was in a conference and uh, some women in the public s uh, raised her hand and said, well, I, I want to know why when I read some book of yours, for example, all yours, I laugh all the time. And when I read a little bit of luck, that is another, a little bit of luck, Like yeah. Una Suerte Pequeña, that is uh, another novel that I wrote, she said, I cry all day. <laughs> so how do you do that? And then, and I was very pleased because I like that she feel what I feel when, when I read it. So how do you do that? I don't know. I think that uh, I always, when I, when I write, I always see, I always see I, uh, an, an scene, a scene, a imagine. I saw the I saw what is happening. I saw it in my in my mind, okay. and then I a scene, yeah. a scene. I I found the words to uh, tell you exactly what I am seeing. Okay. But uh, if I, what I am seeing has an emotion, I show it not saying the emotion. I don't say he is sad or no. he is happy. No. I must to show you what they are doing that you realize they are happy or they are very sad. And how do you make her laugh? I use a lot of ironic things. Erotic? Think, er, er, ironic. 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 Okay, ironic. Okay, sorry. Because I like it very much, the ironic, like uh, English people in the novels, English writers. So can you give me an example? Uh, of, I, What what I, I I want to say this this that maybe uh, help you to understand. Pirandello said that humor, that worthwhile in literature, is the one that when you laugh, then you immediately you think, how I am laughing of such a thing, terrible thing. Yeah. You laugh because you 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 laugh. But then you think, it is terrible. How can I laugh about this? Yeah, it's what someone's, someone's suffering, maybe. Yes, and, or suffering. Or so you feel, what, ashamed of, ashamed of yourself? <laughs> sometimes. For laughing? Sometimes, yeah. yes. Uh, incidentally, I think that laughter and, and humor in a novel is one of the top criteria for a really good novel. Mm. I like very much an a, a English novelist called David Losh. I don't know if you... Yeah, I, I laugh at yeah. all when I read him. <laughs> when I read him. He talks about 
academics. Yes, but he has uh, one of his last novel was called Death to Death. It's a professor that is losing the. Oh, uh, deaf to death. Yes, he's losing uh, the the deaf hearing. So uh, you had a lot of dialogues between him and his wife, for example, and you say, "What are they talking about?" And then he said, "Excuse me, that's what I understood." But she never said that. <laughs> Or, for example, he has a lot of problems because as he doesn't understand, he always said yes, 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 and so he has a lot of problems with that. <laughs> Just uh, finally on Poe, uh, one of the things that he recommends is is to set a tone by repeating a keynote or a word or an image or a phrase throughout the story to sustain a, a mood. Uh, and an example, of course, with that would be in his poem, The Raven, where he uses nevermore. Mm-hmm. Do you use... Repeating images, refrains. So, sometimes, but when you write a novel, Poe write thing, uh, write shorter. Yes, he so, does. Yeah. But in a novel, you can repeat it, but um, sometimes you miss it in such many kind of of pages. Yeah. I like to read it, to repeat it, and I I like to repeat it in a different way. For example, <coughs> you say something, and then when you repeat it. It means another thing, and when you repeat it again, it means more than the two uh, previous times, just to yeah. increase the meaning. Yeah. For example, in this uh, uh, in this novel that I uh, said uh, before, called Una Suerte Pequeña, a, 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 such a, a very small luck or a bit of luck, something like that is the name. It began with a train accident, but you don't know that it is a train accident. I start to say there there is a car in front of the rail, and she said some sounds, and then many pages before I start to write more about that moment, and in the whole novel, it start three 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 or or. or Or four situations, and it uh, finished in a whole chapter, always referring to the same point: the cart in front of the uh, rail. Do you understand? <laughs> Maybe the the listeners will understand. Okay, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so this is G K Chesterton, and he said that a detective story differs from other stories in that the reader is only happy if he feels a fool. If, if he feels? If, if he feels silly because ah. he was mm, being yes, led on, course. didn't understand, and then finally, oh, that's what it all means. Yes, I think you must, the, the, the reader must feel he's very intelligent, but in the last moment, He must feel you are a little bit more intelligent than him because if not, why? He would have figured it out yes, before. Yes, of course. Yeah. I think I think it's okay. Okay. Um, we are suddenly confronted with a truth which we have never suspected, and yet now we see that it can be true. 
Yes, but that's the point that I say about lying. You, you must not lie. If the reader wants to read it again, he must find the clues to know the truth. Uh, he didn't realize, but they must be there. I think so. The side of the character that can't be connected to the crime has to be presented first. The crime comes next, and it's presented in complete contrast to the side of the character that's being shown. And then there's a psychological reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Does that work mm-hmm. for you? I don't think so. I, I think that uh, th- that thing has changed a lot in in this year, and you have many f- uh, ways to to tell a story because uh, readers are training to read in different ways. I think the cinema train people to to read different books because. When you see a, a film, you have ellipses, you have flashback, you fl- have fl- flash forwards, so the, the the person that is looking a movie knows how what is happening. And yeah. then in the in the writing, we start to use that kind of ellipses, fast forward, mm-hmm. for, um, thinking that reader can catch it. You say that the introduction of cinema yes. made the reader more savvy, more aware, more... Ma- more aware, I think. And yeah. to understand some kind of things that are not said. He can imagine more because cinema produced that kind of, of things. Is cinema hugely popular in Argentina? Or? It's popular, but uh, in the last years uh, it declined because... M- less people goes to the cinema. Netflix. Yes, now, right? we, we used to see cinema at home more than in the cinema, but although many people go to the cinema, and in Argentina there is a very interesting founding to film uh, Argentine movies. Uh, they, they give money to new uh, directors. Grants. To, yes. Yeah. Okay. So there, there is a very good movies in Argentina. And they're mostly shown on TV? Or no, mostly in, in cinema. Okay. Yes. What's the population of Argentina? 60, I, is it? Maybe. I think. 60 million? Yes, I don't know really now because the last sense, sense was yeah. in the, uh, 2010, but maybe more than 50, 50 millions, of course. The story is written for that moment when the reader finally understands the this the, the first the story the same. whole the whole story yes the whole purpose of the story yes. it's written for that moment when the reader finally understands mm-hmm. yes i think so that i think that in this kind of novel of course maybe another kind of novel no not not but uh, your kind of novel yes i think so because that's what you really want. You yes. get get them to a point where yes. suddenly but, they understand. But I always uh, give up writing before telling all. I want you to write in your mind the last word. I give you give you all the points, but I don't want the moraleja or the the conclusion to say well this is that way yeah, you have to yeah. keep to take what what's the way uh, okay. i put all all the things but i keep 
two or three things that you must join and say that's the point because I, I, I think that the reader must be active in the reading. It's funny you should mention that. It puts me in mind of the Mueller report. He gives it to Congress and he says, here's all the evidence, now you figure it out. <laughs> yes. The soul of detective fiction is not complexity but simplicity. A secret may appear complex, but it must be simple. Yes, I, I think the more simple is better. <laughs> and in reality, always is the more simple the way. Maybe we start to think very real things, strange things, and the way is the, the simple one. Like in the stolen letter, do you remember the 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 short story from Poe? Mm. The stolen mm. letter, I, I don't know, the carta robada. Yeah, uh, I think that's what it's called. The stolen letter. It's a letter that nobody can find, and the letter is over the desk. Do you remember? Yeah, I think so. It is in the in a more common place that you can uh, show it. Yeah. It's obvious. Yes, obvious. Yeah. Everybody is looking for it in and different it's the places most and it is on your face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess in, in a way, and this is uh, Chesterton saying that I suppose it might be like a detective story is, is delivered a bit like a joke mm -hmm. with a punchline. Would you agree with that? Repeat me, please. It's a, just just has a sort of similar structure to a joke. I, I think that there is very different kind of detective novels, uh, or maybe the name detective novel is only for some kind of novels in the huge uh, universe of crime novels. But there is a lot of crime novels that are not that is not uh, in accordance to this point. I think that uh, detective novels maybe are a joke, but Simenon is not a joke. Uh, but, but what? Simenon. Simenon, the French writer. Oh, yes. It's not yes. a joke. Chandler is not a joke. Dashiell Hammett is not a joke because they make very important books. It doesn't matter if they are crime novels or no. not because no. you are reading a very good novel, very good literature. That kind of crime novels are not joke. Yeah. I th but there is some kind of novels, maybe the way that uh, Agatha Christie do the that that has a little uh, relation with joke because it it's 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 they are th like joke that you have to choose your own adventure and say it was him no it was she and uh, that kind of of of. Uh, of uh, joke, but I I think that the the crime novels that I prefer are not joke. The uh, just change gear here. The the Argentinian government do they provide grants to writers or not? No. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> they don't. I know they don't fund the National Library very well. No, Mangels told you. I <laughs> know. <laughs> Uh, because we are in a very cri we are in a very important crisis, economic crisis, and we always are in a very economic mm -hmm. <laughs> crisis. Yeah. So when they have inflation to, is crazy, yes, inflation right? is crazy, fifty per uh, per year. 
Uh, so when when you have no money to run a hospital or to yeah. give, mm, yeah. uh, always they cut the budget of culture. Yeah. They think culture is not important. I think it's it's a mistake because you have to to have readers in your uh, society to have better citizens, yeah. uh, and culture is very important to have a good country. But what what rules the country the government said well we have no money we have to cut culture uh, grants or festivals and by, uh, libraries and that's the point so why does literature make better citizens then because it's open your mind and show you a different way of thinking you are every everybody is different and you you don't see the world like I see the world yeah. you you look the world in this window and maybe I'm looking the window opposite and I saw I see a world and you see another world okay. and we can be friend or not but we can live in the same country in the same city without as long quarreling. as you as long as you empathize yes, with the others of course view I, I think that uh, um, literature is a very important training to empathize with the other yeah. I think it's very important to empathize with the other and society are more peaceful more uh, free with you can empathize with the other doesn't matter the difference. Yeah, yeah. It's more peaceful. Yes, I think. Yeah. Just finally, uh, we're talking about screenplays and Netflix, and uh, do you think fewer people than ever are reading in Argentina, or more, or the same, or what? I think that people read the same. I don't think that, that people read less, because people that want to read don't give up reading because of the series. Maybe give up cinema or give up another kind of, of going outside to, to do another things. But mm. the people that is around me reads a lot. It doesn't mean that everybody reads a lot. But I saw my, my daughter, my sons, their friends read. And some, something that is happening is that all the communication in young people is by reading because you read your telephone, you read your text, computer, you yeah. read your text. So there is a training in reader anyway, but you have to read other kind of things. That's the point. But sometimes because of you read something in Twitter, you say, well, I want to read it. And you look it for it and you pick the book. And I think that the, the kind of communication put you in contact with more reading, with more possibility to read. You can read in your computer yep. a lot of things. Yeah. You realize about an uh, author that you never hear about him or her. So I think it's it's quite a good moment, moment. Just finally, what's the best thing about being a writer in Argentina? What's the? Best thing. <laughs> <laughs> Getting interviewed by people like me? Yes, of course. <laughs> um, well, I think that writing is like a maldición, a dam, when you say you will be something that you can escape from. If you want to write, how do you say maldición? Um, if you are a writer, you write and it doesn't matter if it is good or it is bad you write you can do another thing you must write yeah. so 
I am the person that I am because I write. If I didn't write, I, I will be another person. No? You don't write for the money because you don't earn many money. Not even you, who have all these no. bestsellers? I, I can manage with my money, but you are not rich. No. Okay. And you travel all along the world, the world because they pay for you. <laughs> the, to come the, here. Yes. If not, you, could, you couldn't go. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's a good thing. Yes, of course. You know, I know many places in the world that I would never known if I wasn't a, a, a writer. But not, that's not the point because I write. I write because I must write. I yeah. can be what I say, if, yeah. what, I, what I am, if I don't write. That's yeah. the point. It's part of how you live. Exactly. It's part of yourself. And that's the best thing. What about Argentina in particular, though? Is there? Do they respect writers down there? More or less, not not so much. They respect more actresses or uh, sports. Sports, of course. But in the last year, there there was some kind of debates about abortion, about human rights, about uh, women rights, and many of us uh, write, writing people, <laughs> writers, uh, took place. Because uh, uh, took the word, took the microphone, and said what we think about the, the theme. Because for a long time, writers uh, abandon being an intellectual, mm. saying the word, saying what they think about the the economy, the politics, the rights, etc. Yeah, yeah. And the two last year, we started to say again what we think and taking a place that I think it's better because we have a responsibility yeah. in society and we have the opportunity to say things that another people can't. So, for example, for me, it was very important last year I uh, participated in all the debates about abortion law I went to the Congress to talk to the deputies and then to the senators as a writer about abortion. It gives you a platform. Yes, uh, to take to say them why women in Argentina needs to have a legal abortion and not to do it in their homes, uh, killing herself. It was a very important moment for for writers, journalists, and so on to to take the place as a citizen, to say, well, I think this this is the better way. Do you understand? I do. Yeah. yeah, I do. And that makes you feel fulfilled because you're making a difference. Yes, I, I, it was wonderful in, in, a play, in, a, in such a way. And, not, for example, some, some people say to me, well, maybe it, it will be a bad thing for you that sell a lot of books and many people read you because that people that doesn't think like you uh, yeah, won't they read don't it. Buy your books. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You yeah. think what you think. You yeah. can choose that. You you can change that. Three of my novels novel? talk about abortion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But for example in the first novel all yours there, there is a young girl that think about abortion and then she decided not to do the abortion. Not I, I think that you we have to have a law for legal abortion, but not not all women must do it. Only mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. who, who wants to, who the needs choice. to. They need the choice. It's a choice. So I have three books that takes the point of abortion. Okay. And what happened finally, maybe many people is angry with me, maybe, and maybe they don't read me, but there is a lot of young people that 
know about me because my position in the debate. And this and year, buy your, they will buy your books. Yes, they are, they say me. I, I I know you now. I want to read you because I want to to know how you read. And many times in the book fair in Buenos Aires years ago, the most of the public was all women or all men that go to the to the conference. And this year, the most of them was young people because they know me about the fight the fought, fight for the legal abortion law mm -hmm. and said well I want to know how she uh, writes so what they say about it's, it would be very bad for you it, it won't <laughs> well I'm very glad that they uh, paid for you to come here thank you thank you very much for taking excuse the time me to because of my uh, words English and uh, as the time goes, I, I, I keep tired and I can think. <laughs> yeah, do, do you have? You don't have jet lag, though. No, no, no. no but no. Uh, I'm talking with you at, at the first moment. I uh, think better, but now I'm <laughs> tired. <laughs> well, it's time I, to get coffee <laughs> and a meal, maybe. Yes. Well, right. thank you again. Thank you very much. I've been speaking with Claudia. Pinheiro, and she is published in English by Bitter Lemon Press. Is that out of England? Yes. My news two books are coming by Charco Press. That is another uh, book, uh, book house in Edinburgh. In Edinburgh. And what's it called again, the, the house? Charco Press. Charco? Press. C-H-A-R-C-O? Yes. Charco Press. And what's the title? Elena Knows. But Elena is a name. Elena knows. But I don't know. Elena. If, Elena, Elena knows. knows. K N O W S. Yes, but I don't know if they keep in the same title because sometimes the just the same title is not so good for another languages. Good. Well, we'll look for that. Thanks again. Thank you.